if you love what you do, if you're passionate about writing, um, write every day. Uh, if you're drawing, you draw every day. Um, it's not easy because you know everybody's sort of managing a life um, <laughs> amongst a job and paying rent and and still trying to, to be creative on the side. Sometimes it isn't uh, always easy, but just just keep the dream alive and keep working hard. This is Kevin Eastman, co-creator of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and co-creator of Drawing Blood. And you're listening to me on Turtle Flakes! Calabunga, dudes who do that, and welcome to another episode of Turtle Flakes. I am your lowly co-host, Rob, and joining with me, as always, we got actually a, a full house today. Uh, I've got uh, my buddy Jay Weezy, I've got Josh O'Rourke, and I've got Mr. T, and of course, our man of the hour, uh, Mr. Kevin Eastman. How are you, Kevin? I'm doing great, you guys. Uh, so grateful to be on here. Thanks for taking the time, and uh, this is awesome. You know, you're you're basically a regular now. I mean, you've been on our show, our humble show, for what three times now, and we're not, working, man. Oh, <laughs> you know, you you definitely are, and I and hopefully keep having me on because uh, it, it's fun. I really enjoy talking to y'all. Oh well, you know, if, if it weren't for you, we we wouldn't have turtles. So we're so. Don't thank- try to take my job, Kevin. Don't take it from me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know what? We'll get rid of Josh. You you come on. You know, no. you'll be our co-host from now on. <laughs> well, as always, I have to flip it back on you. Without, I wouldn't have such a cool job. So uh, we we definitely need each other. Let's put it that way. Absolutely, <laughs> man. <laughs> well, we're so excited because the, the occasion today is there's a brand new Kickstarter out called drawing blood that uh, uh mr eastman himself is is a part of here so so kevin would you mind to just t- you know take a minute to just tell us what drawing blood is all about because from what i've read it looks awesome oh thank you so much yeah drawing blood is a it's a kickstarter we're starting uh, it goes live uh, august 1st next tuesday uh be uh, roughly noon uh, west coast time um and what I love about, uh, you know, I've been such a huge fan of um, uh, seeing what individual creators are doing and the, the fans that are supporting them on Kickstarter. It really it reminded me so much of, of how Peter and I started back in the day where, you know, we literally b- borrowed money from family members to fund the first journal issue. And I love the spirit uh, <laughs> of the uh, the support for the independent creator um, on, these, on these wonderful Kickstarter campaigns. We've supported many of them. Uh, I felt like going back to my roots, if you will, and, and taking a, a new project that is... Um, created by uh, myself and David Avaloni, we're the official co-creators of Drawing Blood. It takes it back to that independent spirit, which is, which is how I started in this business. Um, mm-hmm. The story of Drawing Blood is, is uh, I love to call it, uh, or what I call it, is the, uh, <laughs> the uh, totally fictional true story of Shane Bookman, <laughs> uh, which, <laughs> which is Shane Bookman is a, a, young, was, was a cartoonist, uh, created a a uh, concept called the Radically Rearranged Ronin Ragdolls, which is uh, this series <laughs> of um, three samurai cats, if you will, uh, that may seem, the origin may seem a little familiar, but uh, it started in 1992, and he, he was propelled to um, fame at much too young an age and, and, and sort of suffered some of the consequences of uh, things that can happen, whether you're 
you know, whether you're a you know uh, an actor or a musician, a young musician, or even a, a young comic book artist um, that meets success too soon uh, and kind of loses their their path. Um, and we pick uh, the story up when he's um, roughly uh, 40, 35 to 40 years old. Um, he hasn't drawn in, in, in a while, and he's looking for uh, that creativity, that, that spark that he had when he was a kid. But we said everything. You know, if you imagine, you know, if you were just going to describe it as, um, I don't know, like a TV show or something, you might say, well, it's got a bit of, uh, a little bit of Breaking Bad, a little bit of <laughs> comic book confidential, you've got a little bit of uh, Spinal Tap, you've got a little bit of, uh, <laughs> a little bit of, one of my favorite movies was uh, the movie Armadeus about uh, Mozart. Oh, uh, yeah. And it's all set in the, in the world of comics. Um, and so this, it's, it's something that, you know, my... A couple of my key inspirations um, uh, for the uh, the origin of the idea was I was a huge fan of you know, like Jack Kirby and especially Wally Wood when uh, you know he was such a huge influence to so many uh, illustrators, especially back in this EC period and, and and thereafter where you know he really defined how to how to draw and tell science fiction stories and so many other things and he unfortunately had a, a very sad and, and tragic life, but I sort of took a dash of say what Wally Wood experiences were, um, you know, what Alan Moore's experiences might have been or what I know of that they were, some Frank Miller, some Jack Kirby, Steve Gerber. It's sort of in Shane Bookman um, embodying a lot of different ideas uh, that I've gotten from what I know about creators. So it's not modeled after me. It's not modeled after any individual person. It's kind of an amalgamation or, a, a, you know, a cross-pollination of, of a whole bunch of guys. And, I want to create this fictional character because, you know, like the sample page we sent you is Shane Bookman's in the middle of a gunfight. <laughs> um, <laughs> I personally have not been in a gunfight recently or actually ever. <laughs> well, that's good. <laughs> so it was, you know, so we really want to tell a, a dramatic story, a kind of a comedy dramedy um, uh, that takes place in the world of comic books. And we want to put this guy through some paces that um, I call that uh, he exists in our world, which is my world, which is uh, your world. Uh, we live in the world of comic books, so I think there's, there's going to be something pretty interesting for you guys to see. Well, that, it sounds incredible. I, I cannot wait to see it. And when I actually read the uh, the whole plot synopsis of it, I, I just was like, wow, what, what a cool idea because you don't really see that much. And you don't really think about that either. And, and I, I guess if we can make this personal to you – do you think that maybe this is sort of a parallel to you know your career because you know you hit early success and it's just ballooned in this huge thing that we all know as the Ninja Turtles now? I mean, everyone it's a household name now. Yeah, well, it's definitely it's like because that was sort of you know the foundation or, or certain level of experiences that I've had um, that I could bring to it. it. To me, it seemed like an interesting foundation, but um, you know, and, and thank you for you know. It, the compliment about you know this nobody's done something in, that takes place in the world of comic books um, because you know again to me it was like if you wanted to read about an individual creator's experiences um, you'd read an interview in the comics journal or or you know some online you know what did the, mm-hmm. what did Rob Liefeld go through in his creation the Image guys um, there's so many great stories that um, you know it, it may sort of have a a, say a 10% foundation in my world, but there's 90% uh, foundation uh, from all these other people that I, I feel like contributed to this this concept of this kind of person I wanted Shane to be. So it's it's fun. He's you know he's a fun character to play with, and we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna be relentless in, the, in what we do, <laughs> what he experiences, and you know um, 
it's gonna be gonna be fun. Hi, Kevin. Uh, my name's Thaddeus. I'm a big fan. Uh, big fan of the IDW comics. Um, I had a question for you. I was wondering if there have been any talks of maybe with uh, the NECA toy line or any other toy line uh, putting out some figurines or figures based on the IDW comics? Oh, man, that would be so sweet. Um, <laughs> but first, you know, thanks. I, I, I absolutely uh, adore the IDW comic series, and especially John Waltz, uh, the head writer. Uh, he's just so fantastic. Um, uh, and, and Bobby Curnow, he's he's called the series editor, but he's, you know, so creative in, in what he brings to the table. And and all the artists that we've been able to work with, from, you know, Mateus to Dan Duncan, uh, you know, um, Corey uh, Smith. There's so many guys that I love them dearly, but I also hate them because they all draw better than I do. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, no, we, we feel that I feel that the IDW series is the closest we'll ever come. You know, nothing will replace what Peter and I did. We, I mean, I, I love that and that, you know, the Turtles wouldn't be what they are without the, Peter or, or us working together. But this is... I feel what IDW has done with this series is the closest that fans will ever come and, and that I'll ever come back to those uh, original Mirage uh, comics days. And um, I, can't, I can't believe that we, I mean, we just finished uh, work on issue 75, <laughs> um, which is, uh, you know, it's now like the longest running, you know, Turtles ongoing series. And yeah. we do talk a lot about, you know, man, if there was ever a, a new turtle movie. I would. Uh, my suggestion would be to do it animated and base it on the IDW uh, universe. Um, I would love to see toys based on the IDW universe. Um, I love that we've been able to do a, a board game and some other things based on the IDW universe. So hopefully we'll see a lot more of that in the future. And I had one other quick question. Um, is there ha, has there been any plans of a Batman TMNT animated movie based on the crossover? Oh man, now you're, you know, this is why I love you, Thaddeus. I love this stuff. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> um, I would love to see uh, that as, as a reality because, you know, it was so much fun working with James uh, Tinian and, uh, and Freddie Williams on the the more grown up uh, TMNT crossover. I love that that sparked um, an animated, you know, doing the uh, animated uh, Turtles meet, you know, the Bruce Tim ish design Batman. Uh, that series was so much fun. But, dude, I would love to see an animated movie on either of those. Um, uh, you know, so fingers and toes crossed. Uh, hopefully. <laughs> we can all make some calls to Viacom and Nickelodeon and say, hey, make make these into movies. <laughs> <laughs> like, hey, Eastman said so. Got to do it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, I've got two real quick questions for you, Kevin. Hi, I'm, uh, I actually showed up on time for this interview this time. I'm really sorry again. <laughs> Uh, but I've got two really quick questions for you. My daughter Danica, she's upstairs because she's embarrassed, but <laughs> she uh, she wanted me to ask you if I could have a job writing comics, if you don't mind. So, <laughs> hey, if I had any say, then then you know, send those scripts. You know, uh, I mean, she, she thinks I'm a good writer. She might be biased. I don't know, but. <laughs> Well, I just always laugh because it, it's funny because we, Courtney and I have an 11 year old son. He just turned 11 over Comic Con, born right in the middle of Comic Con. And for when he was younger, it used to be funny because we'd joke that um, he honestly didn't think I had a real job because, you know, other, <laughs> other, you know, other families, uh, you know, they go up and, you know, get up in the morning and they go to work at an office or, you know, a factory or, uh, you know, a super, you know, whatever. Um, and he's like, Dad, everybody else goes to work. You just stay home and draw cartoons all day. That's not a job. <laughs> But uh, yeah, so uh, we're we're very very lucky to do what I do for a living. 
And uh, real quickly, uh, I know Jay Weezy is going to get mad at me for this, but uh, I'm I'm a fan of the Ninja Turtles Next Mutation, and I'm a huge fan of Venus de Milo. And I was just curious. <laughs> I have to know: Is Venus de Milo ever going to make a comeback? Man, you know, uh, thanks for bringing it up. And I have to tell you that you know, um, I pointed that series, the the Next Mutation, and it was based on an idea we had for a fourth movie that never went forward, which we were going to introduce a, a, four, uh, a fifth uh, turtle uh, named Kirby. And that movie didn't go forward. We started working with Saban and, and Margaret Lesh, um, the idea of, of bringing another strong female character into the Turtles universe. We basically took the Kirby turtle concept and turned it into Venus. And I thought those those stories for the budget that we had and, and what we did, I, I thought they did a great job. I enjoyed the stories. Um, but a lot of people really, the backlash against Venus, a lot of people really didn't like it, um, uh, like her. Um, I've, I've got a full-size Venus sculpture hanging in my studio down at the IDW Comic Art Gallery. Um, I love, but, you know, the idea of bringing in a girl turtle is, is definitely something I, I think that, you know, it has to be, would have to be just right. And I think that, you know, if you were looking at, say, the IDW comic series as an opportunity What's been so great about those stories is it's very story driven first. You know, we didn't feel, you know, we don't feel any pressure to bring in characters before the the story works for them. It's very organic. And then, uh, you know, with the Nickelodeon series, um, which is in its fifth final season of this current version, it's called Tales of the Mutant Ninja Turtles, um, which I love because we can do, you know, kind of all over the map stuff. In fact, they previewed at Comic Con. I wrote an episode called uh, Lone Rat and Cubs. Which Lone Wolf and Cub, which is when Splinter first meets the turtles um, when they first mutate. And so, yeah, I would, I'd love to see a female turtle, Venus, or otherwise return to any of those universes at some point, but that's a, the story has to be right, and, and that's you know that's really we need to keep our minds. You know, good story first, and if it works, um, hope the fans will, will see it and support it. Oh, absolutely. I think ID, IDW could pull it off. Yeah, I think they could, too. Awesome. Yeah, if anybody could, they could. They're, they're really a great bunch of guys. Yeah, uh, Kevin, thanks again so much for coming on our show. Uh, my real name's Josh Witt, and uh, I met you a couple years ago in Detroit, and you signed my book, and you guys were so nice to uh, actually uh, give me your contact information. I just, I'm still blown away at how, uh, just how approachable you are. It's, it's really great. Yeah. And thanks, thanks so much for coming on the show. Uh, I'm really excited about the idea of an IDW-type movie that you mentioned, an IDW series kind. Uh, my question kind of was along that line. Did you ever want to or have thoughts of doing a, a more, I guess, mature Turtles film that's uh, more action-oriented, sort of like, uh, more mature like the IDW series is? Uh, I don't know, something more gritty and dark, like something like Sin City or something like that? Man, I'd love it. Well, first, thanks for your, for your kind words, and I feel like you know we're all... You know, family, if you will, then that we're all from the from the same mold. We're in a business that we love and, and very passionate about, and so uh, you know, it's 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 as much fun for me as it is, uh, I guess, for you guys that we go hang out and chat. So thank you. And but the um, I would love to see. I mean, there's been a couple of short fan films which are were pretty interesting, um, taking a much edgier approach. Um, I think the closest we ever got to anything that specifically tapped into that would have been the Forever movie. I don't know if you remember that one where you had the. Oh, yeah. The 80s, oh yeah, yeah, the eighties turtle with the two thousand turtles meet the black and white turtles, which is pretty awesome. <laughs> but no, I think that you know, in, in the right setting, um, I think there'd be a, a, an audience for uh, and, and, a, and a great opportunity to do something that was edgier. Because um, you think about it, we're lucky that there are multiple turtle universes. Even the Nickelodeon show is still geared for a much younger audience. The IDW comic series is geared for uh, an older uh, audience. And the movies are somewhere in there somewhere. <laughs> but the uh, 
um, kind of in the middle. But most of the original fans, like uh, yourselves, uh, you know, you're at that age where um, you know you want to see something like, say, a, a, an adaptation of a Greek version, like the Mirage series, and there's an audience base for that. And you can still have that run parallel to the to the kids' cartoons, um, and not and not you know, uh, give some young person nightmares for seeing something that's a little too edgy. <laughs> right. Well, that's one of the things that's always been so impressive about the Turtles is that it's got such a wide audience. Uh, and even uh, like the the 2012 animated show, I love. It's awesome, and it's more geared towards a younger audience, but it's still there's enough things in there uh to make it really interesting for adults too like all star trek references those are really funny and just seeing the turtles everywhere it's like uh, in new york they've got the turtles advertising the subway um i went to spain and somebody spray painted Raphael like somewhere and i was like i i can't escape it it's pretty awesome <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome yeah you know it's we're really again yeah we're we're, we're lucky that i think that's you know we can really um hit multiple uh, multiple audience levels and uh and it's amazing, yeah. I mean, you know, the fact that uh, you know I'm 55. The turtles uh, this year will be basically 34 years old. I've, I've spent my whole adult life uh, in the, the the coolest job experience, or you know, writing, working in, 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 with other creators on turtle stories. And you know, we couldn't have done any of that without without the fan support. So it's uh, it's it's pretty cool that you know, um, after all this time. Going back to you know this this Kickstarter concept, this uh, grassroots campaign to you know when Pete and I did the first issue of Turtle, there was no publisher. It was, it was just me and Pete and whatever story we wanted to tell. And I, I feel like uh, what we have with um, uh, with the Kickstarter for Drawing Blood is that it's uh, you know, whatever story what uh, we want to tell, the vision that we have is exactly what the fans are going to see. So it's 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 pretty awesome. So. Absolutely. Well, it's, awesome. it sounds incredible. And I, I, gosh, time flies by. I can't believe it's already time. But uh, uh, Kevin, if I only had one question for you, and, and it was this real quickly, if you, if you wouldn't mind, um, do you have any advice for any for any writers that are trying to break in or, or any artists that are trying to break into the comic book industry? It's a tough industry to break into. It is, you know, and, and, and you're right. And it's, you know, it's it's what's so interesting in in. If you if you put into perspective, you know, when say when Peter and I started again, there was uh, uh, we distributed to comic book stores. There was a you know a handful of distributors distributing to you know a handful of you know comic stores across the country. Uh, so you get you know to get the word out, it was you you really had to rely on word of mouth. Um, you know, the Comics Buyers Guide I think was the only outlet for news, um, really any serious news uh, to totally get uh, reach your fan base. And so it was really hit or miss. You were you were definitely taking a gamble. Um, and then these days, um, what I feel like, whether you're an artist or a writer, um, there are ways to to network on so many levels. You know, whether it be you know online forums, um, you know, to submit work uh, to be able to uh, to say you as a writer started working on an original concept with a with an artist. Uh, you can put out you know short stories, uh, develop an idea, even if it's like a, a script and a couple short stories in text. With character drawings, uh, you can start building an audience for your for your creations before you ever take it to a publisher to take you know to go down that road of you know the expense of, of if you're going to do a print version of the book, which is expensive. But the the beauty is you don't have to do that. You can do web comics. You can do uh, you know so many different ways to get your you know to hone your skills to get your characters, your creations, your your skills out there. It's still it's you know um, I think it's easier on one level where your reach is greater, but at the same time it's still Finding the right editor, the right connection, the right opportunity to um, do a spec script to do something that you know opens the door um, that you can get your foot in because it, there's still that you know whether you're you know, 
trying to get a job as an actor or, or trying out for a sports team. It's still, um, uh, you got to put your best skills uh, out there and, and then um, uh, hope to hit that home run. But yeah, you know, keep, and my, you know, my advice to any artist when we do, you know, I talk to a lot of fans of a lot of different levels is uh, if you love what you do, if you're passionate about writing, um, write every day. Uh, if you're drawing, you draw every day. Um, it's not easy because, you know, everybody's sort of managing a life um, amongst a job and paying rent and, and still trying to, to be creative on the side. Sometimes it isn't uh, always easy, but just, just keep the dream alive and keep working hard. Ah, man. Well said, my friend. Well said. <laughs> well, Kevin, I guess it's already time. Uh, but one last time, would you mind telling us uh, when your Kickstarter begins and, and how our listeners can can find out all about it? Yep. Yes, please. Thanks. Yeah, uh, The Kickstarter begins uh, August 1st, which is next Tuesday. Uh, it'll be it'll kick off roughly about noon uh, West Coast time. Uh, but in the meantime, for all things Drawing Blood or all things Kevin Eastman, uh, whether it be you know upcoming shows I'm going to be at, um, any kind of uh, other engagements related to, go to KevinEastmanStudios.com. That's my main fan site, which uh, um, you can find out every silly thing I'm doing. <laughs> um, but yeah, mainly that'll be the that's the home base for Drawing Blood. All things Kevin Eastman, all things Turtles uh, related to what I'm doing with them, and, and, and check us out there. And then yeah, keep your eyes. Uh, uh, peeled for um, uh, lots of cool uh, little uh, teasers we're going to put out between now and then and then throughout the campaign which again starts August 1st and runs through the month of August yeah absolutely and listeners go check it out go go buy this thing it's going to be amazing <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey Kevin uh, we wish you the best of luck man cannot wait to uh, read your uh, Drawing Blood comic looks awesome and uh, thank you so much for coming on man it, it's, it's an honor and it's a blessing my friend you guys are awesome. Appreciate the support. And thanks. Look forward to talking to you again soon. Awesome. That sounds great. Google. Sounds great. Thanks a lot. <laughs> All right, guys. Take care, Kevin. Have a good one. Uh, you too, guys. Thanks. All right. Thanks, see God. ya. Bye-bye. Ugh, man, that was awesome. What a class was... act, huh? <laughs> that was... Boy, doesn't time fly by? I cannot believe it's been 20 minutes already. Yeah. That Is that crazy. Vincent? Yeah, it's Vincent. He just, he just he's not doing anything he's over here. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what I'm dealing with. <laughs> All right, so so Thaddeus, I'll start with you. Like, what was it like for you? Because I know, first of all, it was so good to have the whole crew here this time. I mean, it's incredible that we finally got everybody, all the stars aligned. We could all be here to to talk to Kevin and have a little moment with Kevin. So, dude, we'll start with you, man. What, what did you think? Oh, dude, I don't even know if you can tell, man. I got chills all over. <laughs> oh, my God. Never, you know, never in a million years did I think that I would meet Kevin or Judith Hogue or Sean Astin or Greg Sipes. And honestly, it's partially just thanks to you guys. I mean, if it wasn't for you guys, I wouldn't even, I wouldn't even, you know, go to comic cons and meet meet people like jay meet people like gay who actually ran up and hugged me and said hey man are you are you fattest in Flakes? and i said yeah and, you know we hung up the whole convention and just just stuff like that it just it just makes my day man like i mean i don't want to get sappy or anything but too late it's just the this show and all the great people that i've met just means the world to me and i just can't um i just can't thank y'all enough 
Ah, oh, man, that's it's. Climb onto the sappy train here because I'm really gonna. Uh, Listener, if you can't tell, I'm actually getting teary eyed right now. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, it, we didn't do anything, man. This was all you. This was actually Josh's idea. He's like, "Hey, man, why don't you have Thaddeus come on?" I said, "I never thought of that. That's a great idea." Uh, as I've always said, man. I mean, you've done so much for us. You've done so much for the show. I mean, it, it just makes sense, dude. If anybody. If if anybody belongs on the show, it's you. And uh, dude, that is so awesome that I, I I'm humbled that you even said that, man. I did not expect that, and um, that was really nice. I'm just so glad that you got to talk to him, and it's really fun to share this experience with with close friends. And uh, it, it's just a silly podcast, but you know it, it it brings a lot of people together. And and when you meet somebody so nice like Kevin Eastman, it only furthers your fandom. It only furthers your your love for the franchise and and uh, i don't know it's just it's a it's a special time and it was cool to experience that with you guys oh that was great uh kevin is so nice and approachable it's it's always really cool oh so nice yeah it's it's uh, it's kind of surreal he's just like yep i'm kevin eastman what's up guys like i'm into like <laughs> like i feel like i feel like if he hadn't created turtles like he'd be on the podcast with us nerding out like about the turtles like it was great so yeah i was I was so glad we were able to all be on it. Uh, it's really cool, and like you said, I, I gotta say the uh, the Retro Junkies Network is awesome. Uh, being a part of it, really, Rob and I, as you guys can probably tell, I love the turtles, but there's a lot bigger turtles fans than me that know more about it. I don't, oh, I don't know what I'm doing. I just enjoy it, and uh, even if you you feel like you don't know what you're doing or you're not you're not good enough or professional enough to do whatever it is you want to do, a podcast or writing comics or whatever you know just just go for it because uh i found a lot of people that are successful are successful because they they don't know that they didn't know enough to know what they were doing right <laughs> like uh <laughs> pretty much everybody right like you know yeah. steve jobs and wozniak they didn't know that they were too small or too inexperienced to turn the world upside down with a computer but they just did it right so yeah. um and it's it's really cool just to see everyone coming together around turtle flakes um thaddeus man thanks so much for keeping up on our page keeping that alive and uh, you know, Joshua work stepping in when I wasn't able to uh, to be on the show as much. It's just really cool to see the uh, see everyone come together. So, um, that all to say, um, yeah, I'm just really happy to be part of the show and blown away that Kevin was on. I'm super excited about the idea of movies, uh, yeah. especially like IDW series movies. That would be awesome. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that that would be totally cool. I wanted to ask. I didn't get a chance. I thought of this question when we were talking about. Um, other crossovers and stuff. Uh, I wanted to ask if he had to do a crossover of either Star Wars or Star Trek, what he do? <laughs> oh man, it's a loaded question, man. <laughs> yeah, and but and I started thinking about it. You know, the 2012 series. There's that a lot of uh, heroes. Yeah, space heroes. I'm like, uh, I'm guessing he's a Star Trek guy. But but I could I could totally see that. I'm like, uh, you know what? I could I could picture like a Star Trek episode. You know where. They get a distress call. They end up going through a black hole, and they end up like in the turtle layer, right? And I could totally see that happening. I could see that, yeah, yeah. And and you know they did have the Star Trek figures. Can you imagine Donatello and Spock trying to out logic each other? <laughs> uh, and then Michelangelo coming in and just like dumping pizza on whatever they're trying to figure out, and just be like, "Oh, sorry, dude." <laughs> well, you know, I think the highlight of my evening was Jay Weezy actually paid me a compliment. I don't think he was there when it happened. <laughs> But you're welcome. So anyway, no, um, no. You know what? It, it, you know, don't. 
don't feel bad if you don't know what you're doing. Don't feel bad if you get misty-eyed. At least none of you were the guy that absolutely asked Kevin Eastman for a job while on his own podcast. So, <laughs> you know, I had to, opportunity only knocks once, and it didn't knock this time, but whatever. It'll happen. Well, it was Danica's yeah. question, really. <laughs> but, no, it was – oh, man, it was it was really cool finally getting confirmation that Kevin Eastman likes Venus de Milo and next mutations. So, I was like, yeah, I was right. I was right. Thank you. <laughs> Thank yep. you. O'Rourke won. Yep. Yep. <laughs> O'Rourke won. Wheezy zero. Zero. Yep. Well, yep. you know what was fascinating is I didn't know this. He was saying that they were planning for the fourth film. Yeah. And I would assume that it was going to be a live action film that they were going to do a fourth turtle or a, a fifth turtle. I'm sorry. It was supposed yeah, to be a live action I, film. Yeah. And like, if you do like look up Ninja Turtles four, it yeah. sounded crazy. Like wow. all the turtles had like secondary mutations and. Splinter had a second, had a, like a third mutation, and then there's this turtle named Kirby, and it was crazy. Yeah, it was it was a crazy sounding movie. That would have been crazy. Could you imagine that a Kirby Ninja Turtle? Like, I wonder what color it would have been. Um, he, he I'm assuming been, uh, pink for... and really round. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, if you actually go to Turtlepedia.com, they actually have the art of like a lot of the canceled projects, and they actually showed a concept art of Kirby, and he actually ha- he kind of looks like Slash, but he yeah, has like a bandana, he's like a dagger. Wow. Yeah. Well, well you know that that goes to kind of show you, and and just to follow up on what you guys were saying. Uh, one thing that I'm, I'm just waiting for the criticism to come because, like Josh said, or Jay Weezy said, there are so many people that know so much more about the Ninja Turtles than, than we do. I mean, we're just fans. We're childhood fans that have consistently just kind of grown up with this stuff, and we love it to this day. But uh, none of us are experts. We, we, we just love the franchise. There's so much about the Ninja Turtles I do not know. But that, that was the whole point of the show, was to rediscover this stuff and Part of the fun is a lot of times we're discovering this stuff for the first time. Maybe some of the hardcore fans already knew about this this fifth turtle, but I didn't. I had no idea this this was a consideration, and it's just it just makes it that much more exciting. Is wow, well the possibilities, and you know you always make these theories of what could have been, and um, it's so fun to do this show for that reason. But man, I guess I guess to wrap it all up, man, Thaddeus, since uh, you're you are our special guest today, man. What kind of pizza are we going to have on another totally tubular episode of Turtle Flakes, my friend? You know what, man? Uh, one thing that I haven't had in a really long time is a really good breakfast omelet. So I was Ooh. thinking about maybe doing a breakfast omelet pizza with some sausage, bell peppers, and uh, some white sausage gravy on the side. Ah, oh, man. Like it. <laughs> Sounds pretty good. Yep. That sounds great. All right, all right, he can stay. Yeah, he's all right. He's all right. <laughs> well, all right, dudes and dudettes. Well, here's to hoping you enjoy your your breakfast pizza with uh, with, with sausage and mm-hmm. sausage gravy. Don't forget the gravy. Oh, yeah, you gotta have the gravy. Oh yes. All right. Well, here's to hoping you enjoy your your sausage with uh, sausage on the side and sausage gravy on the side. And as always, dudes, cowabunga. Cowabunga. Hey, Hosers. Hey, Jose, how's it going? Good, how are you? I'm doing good, man. How you doing? Doing all right. 
fired up, man. Yeah, that's crazy. Let's see if Hoser, uh, Josh picks up. That is you there, buddy? Yeah, can you hear me? Hey, man. Hey, uh, yeah, you I can. How you doing? Doing great, man. How are you? Doing good, doing good. I like your shirt. Hey Weezy, I was gonna tell you uh, last time I, I was on, I was wearing a starter shirt, but because my room is so dark, it's kind of like the back cave. So the sun's just going down right now at my house. So I actually had to open up the blinds so uh, I could actually get some light in my room because I was like very lighting my room. <laughs> you look good, man. Well, thanks, man. Actually, actually, I got I, uh, I got a new haircut for this. Hey, yes. nice. Yeah. Hey! Hey, there's a, there's a turtle shirt. Hello, boy. Where's <laughs> <laughs> that? <laughs> oh, yeah, that, that's definitely work steady. There's some custom. <laughs> yeah, there's the custom already. <laughs> Just need some Power Rangers and we'll be good. Yep. Gosh, look at that. He's got his NECA figures in the background. Must be nice. <laughs> you know, I bet he'd stick his neck out for anybody. <laughs> Man, I'm so I'm so fired up to have the whole crew here. This is pretty epic. Yeah, this never oh, happens. This is here. Oh yeah. Why? That's right, man. No, <laughs> <laughs> well, we had to bring him out, our main man. That's right, man. He's the one that makes us look legit. Yeah. Well, he makes our Facebook look, look good, yeah. So. Yeah, man, thanks for keeping up on our on our page for us, man. That really helps. Yeah, for sure, man. You're, you're a good old boy, Thaddeus. Hey, Thaddeus, I, I can't hear you. I cannot hear Thaddeus, man. It's very, very muffled. Uh, I wonder if your, uh, your mic volume might be too low, or maybe you're, are you using a laptop or something? Maybe well, I have... I might be on the wrong microphone. Now, can y'all hear me? Yeah. I can hear are. you now. Okay. Well, I, I think I think my, my phone's different because I'm not on a computer. I'm actually on my phone. I think my my finger was over the little mic. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Good deal. Good deal. Well, uh, let me make sure my Skype recorder's going right now, and I think we'll be good, guys. Right. So, Josh, you get your uh, sync fixed, man? No. No. Oh, no. <laughs> we need one piece of PVC pipe to go under the sink to connect it to the drain into the wall. Oh. We're like, it's literally like three inches of pipe that we need so tomorrow we gotta go we gotta wait one more day and then tomorrow we gotta one of us will stop at ace at the way after work on the way home and pick <laughs> up a plumber's kit so oh good man so, but overall you got like the you know most of the leak fixed except oh it's all yeah one it's, piece. it's all done i mean there's no water going to it right now so no it's, oh good fine. good it's not like it's pour water in the kitchen right now. No, no, it, no, it, it broke like four days ago. This is how long it's taken us to put one sink in. <laughs> I have not been able to get it fixed, so. Oh, well, it's still better than what I could have done. <laughs> With those swords that figure's got, I wouldn't be surprised if he could, man. So. Is that thing like, what is it, a foot and a half tall? It's about 17 inches tall, yeah. Man, those are awesome. Are those, are those from the original movie? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I can tell by Raph. Yeah. yeah it's his I, I, Leonardo's my favorite one so far. I don't know about Michelangelo yet. I'll get that when it comes out. But 
Leonardo's the one that kind of saved the line for me because like I I had bought Donatello. And I was like, yeah, okay, it's good. Kind of looks weird in the face, but all right, fine. I, wasn't I came prepared. Yeah, he came prepared. <laughs> <laughs> but I wasn't going to get any of the other ones because I just didn't want them because they were just completely impractical to have. They're like a foot and a half tall and they weigh eight pounds a piece. And then for uh, our wedding anniversary, Nicole pre-ordered the other three for me. I was like, oh, wow. Wow. Crap. It's a good woman, I got to find room. So. Well, I'll help you with that. Just send them over here. Shut up, Rob. So, uh, Thaddeus, do you have a question you want to ask, uh, or a couple questions you want to ask? Uh, yeah, uh, I had I had one question that I wanted to ask. Um, mostly regarding if if uh, we were ever going to see a IDW uh, toy line based off of the comics. Okay. Oh, that's, that's a great that's one. A good oh. question. Second. <laughs> The second question, if I'm allowed a second question, is if we're ever going to see uh, a Batman TMNT animated movie, like based on the the, uh, the first crossover. Oh, dude, I've, I've heard uh, that yeah. Warner Brothers is actually considering that. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. That's yeah, awesome. they came out last year saying that they're considering either Batman TMNT or a new or a Swamp Thing movie animated movie. Wow. Oh. Yeah. Thaddeus, you can have two questions as long as Jay Weezy doesn't get any. So. Yeah. <laughs> it's the least we could do, man. I'm glad you were able to make it. By, by, yeah. the, by the way, guys, did, did I did I show y'all that that new uh, Krang good smile figure? Oh yeah. I saw oh that. no. I saw the picture on Facebook. Don't yeah. show me. Don't show me. I don't know. Oh, that's great. Yeah, so it's a Rocksteady, oh, okay? Those are expe- Those are like he says too he's much. Done, done collecting. I'm done. Shut up, Rob. I'm done. <laughs> Rob, I am done. I'm gonna have you talk. Oh, uh, here we go. She'll tell you. Nicole's gonna be like, Josh is done with turtle flakes because you keep making. Uh, Thaddeus keeps making them buy toys. It's not me. It's Thaddeus. It's Mr. Well, Thaddeus. Thaddeus is gonna be the reason that turtle flakes just crumbles from under him. <laughs> Mr. T for temptation, man. He's always posting. <laughs> I know. Oh, that's good. Yeah, and it's just the person you thought you were going to tempt, huh, Thaddeus? This was it, right? Yeah. It's... Sorry. You have stock in Nickelodeon, man? Or Viacom? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm just, well, dude, last time I couldn't get my internet to work, man. I know. I remember that. Yeah, that, that's when you had that uh, huge snowstorm. Yeah, this bad snowstorm man my internet just kept going in and out and in and out and i set fire to my kitchen it was terrible <laughs> this time your kitchen sinks for us there you go all jacked up <laughs> josh the kitchen's on fire whatever i got kevin eastman on the phone i don't care <laughs> <coughs> and uh hopefully posted maybe either tonight or tomorrow tomorrow morning um and just call it done but you know if we can keep it around a half hour show uh i think i think that's a pretty attainable goal. Rob, I don't know why you're trying to give us time limits, man. You think we're only going to talk for like five minutes? Well, you know, it's I'm mainly talking to you, Joshua. Yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I just get. Uh, but no, you know, dude, you know, I, I understand. I heard the last show too. You were just like, "Hey, man, I'm gonna do a short show," and three hours later, <laughs> I bounced. <laughs> I was like, "I can't take any more of this." I yeah, know. I know. <laughs> Josh was like, "I'm out of here." You know, I did my comic. I'm gone. <laughs> I love it. Well, cool. Uh, it's 8.30, guys, uh, my way, so I'm going to go ahead and call him. 
and uh, hopefully he'll pick up and we'll be all squared away. Alright. Alright, all right, here we go, guys. Oh, he's calling us! Uh-oh. Woo! <laughs> you won! Hey, you got a job, and Kevin Eastman likes Venus de Milo, so, like, what else could you ask for? Yeah, man. <laughs> so, jo Josh, what I want an apology about? from Jay Weezy. That's what, that's what I can ask for. You'll never get it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. You won't get an apology. Ah! <laughs> I'm just okay, Cars, you're going to get out that last part. And be like, I'm sorry. <laughs> end of episode. No, dude, that, that was that was really cool. I'm actually really glad you said uh, about Venus de Milo because, like, and especially like when he was saying that the uh, he thought the stories were really good. It was like, oh, I mean, like you get so yeah. distracted with how campy it is, like it's hard to pay attention to the story. Um, yeah. yeah, it's interesting. <laughs> yeah, but uh, well, yeah. so are, when are you? Uh, you're you're going to be uh, doing comics like full time? Who, me? Yeah. Are you, are you planning to do that or? Um. Well, I don't know how I don't know who you talk to or how much you know, but um. Rob. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I actually recently I put in my two weeks notice at work. Uh, last week, so I've got one week left, and I'm gonna try and take Nicole and I talked over, and I'm gonna take like the next year and really try to write the uh, Turtles book that I've been writing for a couple of years now, and really try to. Hammer it out, iron it out, finish it. And I'm gonna try to get it published. So, so is this is this a comic book or like a what kind no? Of I wanted to write a novel because I can't draw. So I want I've always wanted to read and I've always wanted to read a ninja novel and nobody's ever made one. So I figured I might as well try. So, awesome. Yeah. I can't wait to see to see it, man. And and, and dude, like uh, in the process, you want to send us you know little snippets of it. Yeah, oh, man, I'd love to see it. I've got like two thirds of it written, but that last third has just been kicking my butt. And there's a <laughs> bunch of stuff that I want to add to it. There's things that I want to take out, and there's things I want to change. So it's I'm kind of starting over, but I'm not really, I'm not like really getting rid of much. So just some characters that aren't going to be as prominent as they were earlier. So yeah, um, I'm hopefully in in a year, I'll have it at least written I, I'm not I, I know I'm not going to get it published in August of 2018 that's not happening but I just want it written so yeah so that's that's, gonna, cool. that's the hard part <laughs> I'm going to be Mr. Mom and then at night I'm going to start writing uh, I'm going to try every night to write also that's awesome and plus don't writing an action figure guide Rob and I have been working somewhat working together on getting a uh, an action figure together uh, on the original Playmates line just the basic series from 1988 to 1997. He's a machine. I'm trying. Awesome, man. trying. All your dreams. Unless there's like some massive falling out and like Jay Weezy's like, you know what? I'm tired of you talking about the big bad Beetleborgs. It's not happening. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Yeah, we have a, like special... It all, it it all fell apart that day. You mentioned the VR Troopers. Hi, this is Kevin Eastman, co-creator of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and co-creator of Drawing Blood. And you're listening to me on Turtle Plague! Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, man, there was some attitude to that. I love it. I love it. <laughs>